Welcome to your Active's Digital Brief podcast, where we bring you the most relevant digital and tech story of the week in the world of EU politics and policy. For a full breakdown of all the most important stories over the past seven days in this patch, sign up to my free newsletter or take a look at it online at youractive.com. My name is Samuel Stolton, and this is your Active's Digital Brief podcast. This week, 150 prominent writers and academics, including Noam Chomsky, Steven Pinker, Margaret Atwood, Francis Fukuyama, Salman Rushdie and J.K. Rowling, have written an open letter calling for free speech to be preserved online amid an ongoing trend towards cancel culture. Could such a narrative have any influence on the future direction of policy in this area? This week, we examine the issue further. So the letter, which was published on the 7th of July in Harper's Bazaar, states that the free exchange of information and ideas, the lifeblood of a liberal society, is daily becoming more constricted. And this is in light of several recent high-profile online retributions, including against J.K. Rowling herself for comments that were accused of being transphobic. The best way to defeat bad ideas is by exposure argument and persuasion, not by trying to silence or wish them away, the letter says. Now, the term cancel culture refers to the situation when individuals, normally online, provoke harsh public reproval for comments deemed to be offensive or insulting. Some believe that this method of lambasting has its merits in holding those in privileged positions to account for misdemeanours or aspersions. The 150 signatories believe, on the other hand, that it's a disproportionate and frenzied mob-like encroachment of an individual's right to freedom of expression. However, in my opinion, the letter appears to conflate, in a rather negligent way actually, hate speech with open debate, failing to draw the parameters where liberal expression treads into vitriolic bigotry or discrimination. Here in the EU, of course, we have the Digital Services Act to be presented in December, which the Commission has said will address the issue of hate speech online. In a recent evaluation of the EU's Code on Countering Illegal Hate Speech Online, the Commission applauded efforts by some of the world's largest tech platforms in stifling the spread of illegal content. However, the evaluation did not examine the specific timeframes within which such illegal content was removed, an important area considering recent developments in France, where the Constitutional Council rejected large parts of a draft law against online hate speech, which would have obliged social media giants to remove hateful content within 24 hours. Now, for his part... Justice Commissioner Didier Reinders stated at the time of the publication of the evaluation that hate speech would be curtailed in the EU as part of the upcoming DSA. He said, The forthcoming Digital Services Act will make a difference. It will create a European framework for digital services and complement existing EU actions to curb illegal hate speech online. Meanwhile, Germany which has recently taken up its seat 
as the presidency of the EU Council, has clamped down on hate speech with additional measures outlined in the Network Implementation Act, or otherwise known as NETS-DG. These now include the obligation for social networks to not only delete potentially criminal content, but also report it to the Federal Criminal Police Office. Earlier this week, however, German Justice Minister Christine Lambrecht treaded an ambiguous line with regards to balancing freedom of expression and the necessity of stifling online hate speech in the EU. It would be appalling if freedom of expression was no longer possible because people were muzzled, not being able to express their opinion. That would be an unacceptable state of affairs, she said as part of a hearing with European Parliament internal market members on Monday. This is one of the absolutely essential foundations of our society, she added. She continued, The German rules were proposed so that we will not accept other rules being applied on the internet as in the real world. If certain acts such as hate speech are punishable in the real world, they should be digitally as well. So this is the approach that I'm putting forward. It shouldn't be the case that anything goes on the internet, Lambrecht said. Nonetheless, the German leadership of the Digital Services Act, at least in terms of the country's presidency of the EU, is likely only to be limited to a series of orientation debates that they will hold leading up to the presentation of the Commission's proposal in December. And of course, Germany leaves its seat at the presidency of the Council at the end of December to make way for Portugal. So from there on in, Portugal could potentially take the reins on future negotiations with regards to the Digital Services Act. And in that regard, our listeners and readers with your active are encouraged to watch this space for more. And that's all we've got time for this week. Please remember that online with us, you can get a comprehensive breakdown of all the tech stories in the EU politics and policy domain with my free digital brief newsletter. You can sign up online today. I've been Samuel Stolton. Thank you for listening. Thank you.